0: Hey everyone, Don here. Welcome to another pre-game edition of Friday Night Stripes. Um, today we're going to talk about the passing game. And um, I'm going to uh, to do what I did with the last pregame and use some notes put together um, by Kevin Hawes from the uh, San Diego Football Officials Association. Um, he's got three or four of these that he's put together... Um, for his crew, um, that they go over before uh, games is their pregame. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go off it again, and you can uh, you can find this this sheet um, in the show notes. I've I've with Kevin's permission, I've made it available to everyone so that they can download it. Um, so we're gonna talk about the the passing game. Um, so let's let's start with the basics. Let's start with what very simply the pass. So. The definition of a forward pass is a ball thrown with its initial, initial direction toward the opponent's goal. If a ball is thrown towards the opponent's goal and is deflected and starts going backwards, it's still a forward pass. Um, No matter what. And it, it does not matter how that pass is thrown. It can be thrown underhand. It can be push thrown with two hands. It doesn't have to be pretty. Um, it's simply a ball thrown towards the opponent's goal Um, now the definition of a backwards pass is simply anything that's not thrown forward and that includes anything that goes straight which is which we've, we've termed for many years as lateral but we tend not to use that term in the high school game it is either a forward pass or it is a backward pass if it's lateral, it is not forward. Therefore it is backwards. Um, you can only have one forward pass during a down. Um, so if, if the quarterback throws the ball forward to the, to a wide receiver, who's still behind the line of scrimmage and he throws it forward again, we have two forward passes and that's illegal. Um, as far as judging that from what what we do is if the pass is almost immediately after the snap like if it's a if it's a direct snap to the quarterback and he he slings it to the sideline um, either under center or shotgun um, our association tends to leave the decision on whether it's forward or backwards to the wing officials um, and then anything after that is, pretty much under the jurisdiction of the referee. The Wings can help if they think they have an opinion. Um, I've helped on on things like that. Um, and it's it's been said that it's easier, and this is kind of a fishing for replay, even though we don't have replay. It's been said that it's easier to beanbag a pass that you're not sure about, and then let somebody else overrule you by calling it incomplete, um, than to call it incomplete and be wrong, because um, you could have a potential eyeball that you've killed. Um, the The win and doubts that are in the rule book is that uh, the win in questions that is is that a pass is forward if it's thrown in or behind the neutral zone. So therefore, where it's legal to throw a forward pass it's worth to judge it as a forward pass if we're questioning it. Um, however, if that pass is thrown beyond the neutral zone where it would be illegal to throw it forward when in question, we should consider that a backwards pass. Um, and again, only when it's in question. Um Whenever there's a question about whether a ball was thrown or fumbled, like a quarterback getting hit, we should go lean towards it being an incomplete pass. I've actually had this numerous times this season um, where a quarterback's getting hit as he's throwing the ball. The referee, who's the one technically watching the quarterback, was screened, so had no way to tell. Um for some reason, I was looking in the backfield, <laughs> and and on some of them, it made sense, and some of them, I was looking in the wrong place, to be quite honest, um, but uh, had a couple earlier in the season where the arm was clearly coming forward when he was hit, and the ball hit the ground, and I blew it dead after waiting a second or two to see if the referee would blow it dead first. Um, I blew it dead just had a game tonight where the quarterback was hit he was moving forward the ball his arm was not so he got hit he fell forward that ball came out we ruled it a fumble we all came together said we none of us had any forward motion of the arm so we called it a fumble um so then the If we've determined what a pass is, we've defined what a pass is, let's talk about the other end of a pass, which is a catch. Um, So, to, to, to go by the rule book, a catch is establishing player possession of a live ball, which is in flight, and is contacting the ground inbounds while maintaining possession of that ball. That's it. That's the definition of a catch. Now, I know the upper levels, there's probably a little bit more wording there, but this is player possession contacting the ground in bounds while maintaining possession. Okay, that's, that's pretty much it. Um, there, there is a, a second part of that, that rule as well where it says that it can be establishing player position and having the forward progress of the player in possession stopped while the opposition is carrying the player who is in possession out of bounds so um a let's say a receiver goes up for a catch he's he is off the ground he catches the ball and he's pushed sideways out of bounds that's an incomplete pass Uh, I'll even go, he was was going slightly forward, because sideways you could argue forward progress, but you probably shouldn't. Um, However, if, if that receiver who is in the air possesses the ball in the air, is wrapped by the defender, and carried backwards and out of bounds, his forward progress was stopped in bounds. Therefore, we have a catch. Um, If he's, if, if the receiver's in the air and the defender comes from behind and carries him forward out of bounds, then he's still going forward and he's out of bounds. It's not going to be a catch. Um, There's a, there's another rule that says catching is always preceded by touching the ball. You have to touch the ball in order to catch the ball. So if touching the ball causes it to become dead, you're standing out of bounds, whatever other reasons you have, then you have no catch. Um, You have to touch the ball before you can possess it. So therefore, if touching it causes it to go dead, it's dead um, and you have no catch. Um, So we've talked about pass, we've talked about the catch. Let's talk a little bit about who can participate in all of this. So when we're talking about forward passes that are legal, um, all B players are eligible to catch that ball. However, on the offense, the the A players have to be eligible by not only their number but also their position. So um, let's talk about numbers first. Only numbers one through forty-nine or is it eighty through ninety-nine are eligible to catch a pass. Um, Players with eligible numbers must either be backs or on either end of their line of scrimmage. And I'm going to throw in um, the definition of what a back is. Just uh, we, we don't go over terms a ton um, here, but uh, we're going to go over the, the definition of a back. And this is Rule 232-3. Uh, A back is any A player who has no part of his body breaking the plane of an imaginary line drawn parallel to the line of scrimmage through the waist of the nearest teammate who is legally on the line. Okay? And it says, except for the player under the snapper who's also considered a back. So if you've got the the quarterback receiving a hand-to-hand snap, then he's also considered a back. So this is essentially... Any player who's not breaking the waistline of his nearest lineman is considered a back. And that's also what we use to count for more than four backs in the backfield. Um, Now, so they have to be eligible by number. So they've got to be 1 through 49 or 80 through 99. And they have to be a back or an end on either side of the line of scrimmage. Um, When B touches the ball, if if B touches a forward pass, everyone's eligible to to catch it at that point because that's a deflection. Anybody can catch it. And that's why if you see a B player touch the pass, you should probably come up and signal deflection. Um, And that'll help everybody know that'll help prevent an inadvertent whistle if a lineman were to catch the ball because a lineman can catch a ball off a b deflection and run with it um and then let's talk about go, receivers who go out of bounds if a receiver if an eligible a player goes out of bounds on his own he's not blocked out of bounds if he goes out of bounds on his own he's technically still eligible but he's guilty of illegal participation when he returns okay so we're going to bang them for illegal participation it's not ineligible receiver or illegal touching it is simply illegal participation we'll talk about illegal touching later Um, and then any eligible a player who's blocked out of bounds has to get back in bounds immediately Um, So if he's blocked out of bounds, he's got to make every effort to come right back in. Even if that means breaking off his rundown field, he's got to come right back in immediately. Um, And that's all legal forward passes. Anybody's eligible to catch a backwards pass. Anyone. So if you've got a play where you throw a backward pass to a lineman, that's fine. Um, A lineman can receive a backward pass. Um, so now let's talk about illegal passes. So we talked about eligibility and who, who, who might be illegally eligible. Let's talk about illegal passes. Um, so there are a couple different types of illegal passes. Uh, uh, the first type is, a uh, uh, any pass that's thrown from beyond the neutral zone. So this happens when a quarterback's rolling he goes past the neutral zone and throws the ball downfield. Um, If you've got a running back running down the field and he tries to toss it to his teammate and he throws it obviously in a forward direction, um, that's also an illegal forward pass. Um, An illegal pass is also a second or more um, forward pass thrown during a down. Uh, You can't throw a forward pass after team possession has changed during the down. So A runs the ball, fumbles it uh, behind their line of scrimmage. B picks it up. They fumble it still behind A's quote line of scrimmage, which is technically dissolved once B possessed the ball. Um, and A picks it up again. They cannot throw it forward. Um, and, and the final one, which is quote called intentional grounding, um, is when a pass is intentionally thrown into an area that's not occupied by an eligible teammate or it's intentionally thrown to save loss of yardage or, or conserve time, and those are all grouped together. That, those are all part of an illegal forward pass. Um, there, it is legal to spike the ball into the ground um, after receiving a direct hand-to-hand snap. Um, that is, that is the one intentional grounding that is legal. Um, and that's just spiking the ball to, and and some associations, and and this is what being part of the Facebook group is, is interesting. Some associations have actually made it to where, um, they can take a shotgun snap and also ground it in order to spike the ball to kill time. Um, they've made that legal. So check with your association, um, that's for forward passes. Backwards passes can be deliberately thrown out of bounds to stop the clock. Period. You're going to spot the ball where the, where the ball went out of bounds, but they certainly can do that to stop the clock. Um, so all illegal pass penalties are, one, enforced from the end of the run, and I put run in quotes, the end of the run is where the pass was made Um, because that's what transitions it from a running play to a loose ball play Um, so illegal pass penalties are enforced from the end of the run so where the pass was released it's five yards and it's a loss of down this is one of those few loss of down penalties so that's illegal passes. Um, in there, there's no such thing as an illegal backwards pass. Only a forward pass can be illegal. Um, now I, I, I hinted that we'd talk about illegal touching. Let's talk about illegal touching here. Illegal touching is when an ineligible player. Bats, muffs, or catches a for a legal forward pass. So, this is if one of those linemen catches a pass for some reason, and, and let's say the, he, the quarterback was hit as he was throwing the ball, the ball goes up in the air, and lineman just goes, Oh, I'm gonna catch that and catches it. That's illegal touching. Um, if the quarterback throws the ball and there was no intent by the lineman to touch it, but let's say it hits off his helmet, Um, that's not illegal touching. We're ignoring that touching. Um, And the ball's still live at that point. Again, illegal touching, again, is a five-yard spot foul plus loss of down. Um, So now we've talked about passing and who's eligible and... The different types of illegal passing let's talk about the other side which is the 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 receiving of it so there there's usually two fouls that come into play when when receiving a pass and that's defensive holding and pass interference so we'll, we'll get rid of defensive holding real quick here defensive holding is simply holding by the defense uh it, it, it's it's pretty straightforward um and, and the way you want to think about this is an eligible receiver who is still between the ball and the defender, um, he's a potential blocker. So uh, a, a defensive player can jostle with him we'll, we'll, and, and, and we'll, I'll use the term jam. Um, but really what, what the, the concept here is that the defender is trying to get shed the blocker. And that's legal. Um, if the receiver gets even with with the defender, he's no longer a potential blocker. So at that point, the the, the defender cannot hold him, um, and that would be defensive holding. So pass interference, and and tech, the technical term is forward pass interference, because there's no such thing as backward pass interference. Forward pass interference is if any player on either side who is beyond the neutral zone interferes with an opponent's opportunity to move towards catch or bat the pass. So um, the offense cannot keep the defender from trying to catch or, or, bat the pass away. And the defender on the same side of the ball can't on the same thing, can't do the same thing to the offense. So it's, it's interfering with the opponent's ability to get to that pass. Um, the, so if both players are trying to make a play on the ball, we're probably not going to have pass interference, especially if we got a tangling of the legs, because that's rarely intentional. Um, you might have um, pass interference if they're both playing playing for the ball if one comes through the other and we'll get to that when we talk about the different categories of pass interference of defensive pass interference so it's also not pass interference if the a player is a, it immediately is blocking b and that that blocking doesn't go past the expanded neutral zone which is usually two to three yards um, if they're engaged in a block um, the the other type of for a pass interference we're going to we're gonna not call, is if there's contact, but the pass goes the other direction. We're not going to call that pass interference. Um, I had one tonight where uh, I had a defender grab the back of a jersey um, of the offensive player, but as he was grabbing it, I saw the ball in the air. So that converted defensive holding into pass interference because the ball was in the air at that point. So let's talk about when pass interference can happen. For the offense, the offense can create an offensive pass interference penalty from the snap. So if a, if an A player blocks a defender and blocks them all the way down the field and then there's a pass in that direction, we're going to have um and it doesn't even have to be in that direction. It's just if a if a A player blocks down the field, um, we're gonna have offensive pass interference. Um pass interference begins for B when the ball's in flight. So it's not pass interference on the defense until that ball is in flight. Um let's talk real quickly about the different categories of, of pass interference and the reason we have these categories is so that you can look at a play and say that's a grab and restrict or that's a playing through the back or so that you can put the the the, the foul into a category and be able to explain it to the referee and to the coach if you need to as well. So there are really six types of, of defensive pass interference. Um, number one is an arm bar and that is when... The defender puts an arm across the body, keeping the opponent from going where he wants to. Um, that's an arm bar. So that's that's a defender sticking his arm out and holding up the, the offensive player, keeping him from come, c- cutting across him. Um, and just putting the arm out there isn't enough. It's got to be putting the arm back, out there and holding the offensive player back. If the offensive player makes no effort to get through, then we got nothing. Um, there's, a, there's a grab and restrict, and this is simply when the defender grabs the, the receiver and keep, restricts him from being able to catch the pass. Um, it's usually holding an arm down, holding an arm of the receiver down um, to keep him from being able to get his hands up to the ball. Um, not playing the ball is the next category, and this is simply when the defender has his back towards the ball and is not re- it, it, it's really when he's not making a bona fide effort to actually catch the pass or, or play the pass. He's playing the man, not the pass. Um, that's called not playing the ball. Playing through the back is when a, a defensive player is maybe even trying to get to the ball, but goes straight through the offensive player. Um, that's playing through the back. Hook and twist... Um, is one of the very easy ones that's usually where you'll see a defender reach out usually around the waist and and tug on the receiver and you'll see the receiver turn um, sometimes it's around the shoulder either place that's a hook and twist they hook them and then they twist them both elements must exist okay an arm around the waist not doing anything not twisting isn't necessarily pass interference. If you think you've got to grab and restrict there or or anything like that, then you can go there. But for a hook and twist, it's got to be both the hook and the twist. Um, Finally, for defensive pass interference, we have the cutoffs. And that's if the defensive player, even if he's looking for the ball, runs his route in a way that prevents his opponent from moving towards the pass. Um. So let's say there the two players, the offensive player and the defensive player, are going down the field. The defensive player is on the inside, and he continues to look back for the pass and run a route straight. Whereas the offensive player is trying to cut across him to get to the ball. That's going to be a cutoff, um, and, and it's it's got to be fairly significant, probably for me to throw a flag on that. Um, but that is one of the six categories. Um, that's where we are with defensive pass interference. Let's wrap up with offensive pass interference. There's only three types. Um, that's blocking down the field before the ball is, has been touched. So, so again, this is uh, just a player engaging and driving his man down the field. It's all, this is also where we get the pick plays. So we get two receivers on the side. They do a cross, and one of them blocks the defender of the other receiver. Um, that's blocking downfield. Um, creating separation. So this is when a, an offensive player will push off the defender um, in order to, to get to the ball. Um, you might even see him come down and... and Hack his arms, hack the defender's arms down. You could call that as well. Um, finally, driving through a defender. So, if a defender's got good defensive position and the offensive player just goes through the body, this is similar to playing through the back on the defensive side. The offensive side can't do, it also can't interfere with the defender's ability to catch the ball. So, that would be uh, driving through. So, Again, that that's everything that that that's not everything that has to do with the passing game, but that's a good uh, good set of things to think about when you're talking about the passing game. Uh, I'm going to put these notes up on a um, uh, uh, cloud drive so that you can get at them. And thanks again to Kevin uh, for providing these. Um, everybody have a uh, have a great game, and we'll talk again soon. Thanks for listening to Friday Night Stripes. Show notes and links to all of the episodes can be found on our website at FridayNightStripes.com. Reviews on Google Podcasts or Apple iTunes are always appreciated as they will help us reach more officials. We are always looking to talk to officials everywhere, so if you want to be a guest, please email hello at FridayNightStripes.com. If you have comments, ideas, or want to correct a mistake we made, you can email us at hello at FridayNightStripes.com. You can also continue the conversation by joining the Facebook group Friday Night Stripes or following us on Twitter at Friday Night Stripes. Show music is Fight em Down by Flash Fluority, licensed by PremiumBeat.com. We'll see you on the next episode.